With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Danny Klinkscale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Insightful and witty commentary, probing interviews, and detours from the beaten path. Every once in a while, we have to bring out the big dog. Yeah. Oh, God help us. It's time for Danny Unleashed. <laughs> Sponsored by Eastern Roofing, where integrity matters. Go to easternroofing.com for more. Listen, when we say unleashed, we mean unleashed. He just wet on the floor. I'm not kidding you. Danny Klingscale joins us here in the uh, 4 o'clock hour. You heard it. It's brought to you by our good friends at Easton Roofing. Joe Spiker and the guys and gals. Don't forget about Sam uh, and, and any other lady employees that I have not met. Uh, they are the best in the business when it comes to taking care of your roof, commercial and residential roofing. Project manager on every site. They're happy to do repairs. About four straight years voted best of houses. Angie's List Super Service Award winner. You can check out their reviews online. Great Google reviews. Uh, no payment collected until you're 100% satisfied. Credit cards and PayPal. They are accepted. I'll tell you something else. When it's cold, make sure you're using materials that can be installed below 40 degrees if it is below 40 degrees. Uh, Eastern Roofing will install no roof. That is not the proper roof for the proper temperature. Uh, they work with multiple manufacturers and install roofing materials approved for cold weather. Excuse me, for cold weather during these cold seasons. A lot of contractors don't do that. That means two or three years from now, you've got massive problems. Make sure you go with a company where integrity matters. That's Easton Roofing. And, of course, they also do the uh, attic insulation. So if it's cold upstairs or you got ice dams in your gutters, lots of icicles hanging, uh, you could have some insulation problem or need better attic ventilation, call Easton Roofing right now at 913-257-5426. Find them online at eastonroofing.com. We're at Hen House at 135th and Black Bob. CBD Shaman, CBD American Shaman, uh, now until 6 30% off everything in the store. Take advantage of it and come by here at Hen House, where Danny and I, you can sample and uh, buy for yourself via sparkling watermelon juice with strawberry lime or the sparkling coconut water with grapefruit, of course, infused with the uh, nano hemp oil. Uh, it is a, a great, great beverage. Uh, hand him the can is what he's saying. <laughs> come on, Danny. You made that too complex. I Danny's just, waving at him. I just pointed. He wanted, so he, wanted, he wanted Rudy. Poor Rudy. Nicest guy jumps up to try to get Danny's got seven I bags of luggage. Product placement, yeah, and he's grabbing everything else except what I wanted. He's trying to get. Well, but how do you? How does he know, Danny? Yeah, I know. He was. He's just an ultra efficient. That's all it is. And I've almost. Anyway, I almost have slugged down my Which entire you go with? thing of. I got the sparkling watermelon with strawberry lime. Very tasty. It is very tasty. Uh, we have also mentioned that. Listen, it's good as a beverage, but not a bad mixer as well. That seems like that would be good. In fact, uh, this big bottle with a handle on it, I've got over here on the right. I might as well start working on it right now. 
I was gesturing. There's no, there's no bottle. I'm, I'm trying to find it. I'm like, there's no you're, bottle there. You're holding out on me? You're not no, sharing? No, there's no bottle there. It was a theater of the mind, Seren. No, theater but, of the mind. No, but, but, I, but I think it know, would be good. I think it would. I think it would be really good. I think it's really tasty. So uh, come give it a try. Try it before you buy it. And, of course, you can get great samples on all the products at CBD American Shaman right now and 30% off at each of the stores. In fact, there's one just a couple doors down from where we are here at 135th and Black Bob. Danny. Uh, first of all, happy holidays to you. Well, thank you very much, Seren. Happy holidays well, to you. Are you going to be available on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Sure. Good. Sure. Are you? <laughs> Not Christmas Eve. Uh, but Christmas morning, I might. <laughs> if you catch my gist. Or not, I'm sorry. On New- Christmas Eve morning. Not Christmas morning. I'm not coming in on the 25th. Okay. But we might we might work a little early. I gotcha. <laughs> Yes, I believe I can do that, Seren, if that's what you're getting at. That would be just dandy. Okay. Although Christmas Eve is not really a thing in my world. Really? Yeah, even as a, as a kid, we didn't do anything on Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, as adults, I did for a little while during my first marriage, because they did Christmas Eve. Right. So now that my daughters go to their mom's family thing on Christmas Eve, so there's none of that. My wife and I usually just hang out and maybe give each other a gift on Christmas Eve. Well, I'm glad it was a gift. Didn't know where that was going. Well, maybe we've given each other two gifts. <laughs> <laughs> what an incredibly heartwarming story for the holidays, Danny. Thank you. Yeah. You know, a little mistletoe. Yeah. Right. There, there we you go. Yeah. The uh, did, don't really get into Christmas Eve. Uh, just right into, uh, you know. Oh, we, I've always been a Christmas Day person. Oh, oh! I see. In my okay. in, in my okay. entire life, it just has worked out that way that we never, never really Christmas Eve never really was a big deal except for a span of about five years. Yeah. In, in my world, so Christmas Day has been what I think of. Christmas Eve, you know, I think what you get when you have kids, it takes on a whole new meaning. Uh, that's when you start fighting with your wife or husband about <laughs> who's done what and what still needs to be done and who's going to put what together and and then you complain about. Who's coming over and where you're going and what it is? I mean, it's just the joy of the season. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I, I generally get a bit, little bit swept up in the joy of the season. So I, I am a Christmas fan. I am too. Um, I'm joking I've, about. And there, and I've never really. But don't had, tell me there haven't been some Christmas Eves like that. Well, You've had kids. Yeah, but you've I, had some rough Christmas. But I only Eves. had kids for who were in my home for six years and and and. One of them was only there for two years. So. Another another heartwarming story. Yeah, so that's not a great heartwarming Christmas story. So uh, we were pretty much broke then too. So Can you talk about food or something. Can I get something positive out of you there? I think we're doing. Oh, you added the broke too. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a young broke intercom employee. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I can circle it around to take a shot. <laughs> Doing an evening show of my own, people thought, "Hey, that's high cotton." You know what it was? It was slave labor, is what it was. <laughs> so, you know, I've always said this about you, Danny. He's a miserable guy, but it's funny to hear him tell the story. Because <laughs> I think it's funny too. Uh, uh, hey, if it wasn't, you yeah, know, it, I, all right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> They, they weren't around in the last 18 months for me either, so, yes. so screw them. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. You're unleashed, man. That's right. That's, that's, what, what, we we try, the segment. that's what we try to do here. That's what that's we call exactly. the segment. Yeah, uh, yeah. just for a little different flavor, 
than all the football. I want to get to Chiefs. Uh, sure. We've we'll talked a lot both. of college football, and I haven't talked as much Chiefs football with you. But real quick, KU, number one team in the country. Shocker. Uh, yeah. Do you think this is a team that can win a national championship? And what we've seen of late. Uh, well, I think, you know, I probably would, the, the safe and easy thing to say would be no, because. The, can, not will. Oh, they can, can. yeah. They absolutely can. There's not. Uh, because there's a there's a perception now that you've got to be able to rain threes. And they don't do that. No, they don't. But, you know, we saw them make an NCAA title game purely playing defense. And that was in 2012, so it's not like the too distant past. Um, so th- there's that possibility. They haven't imposing enough. You know, Virginia won the national championship last year. Uh, so, yes, I think they can. They have to go about it a different right. way. And it's and when they get shot out of tournaments, and you have to win six, obviously, to win the national. And we're not just talking about winning the national title game. Uh, they've been blasted out by the other team raining threes on them generally generally that's been yes and that's my point is they haven't been able to go firing back right well it, the way they've been got gotten nailed in some of those games it would have taken a herculean effort to to do that but you know they haven't they've almost never been a great three-point shooting team you know so Maybe that's, that's, that's the point. what I'm getting at. I mean, and listen, right now, it's and not maybe the, the team, and let's face it, the time they won the national championship, what was the most important shot they hit? They had a three, they had a three pointer, and they had a good three. And they had several good three point shooters on that team. So maybe not several, but they had enough. Well, I mean, they they had Chalmers, Collins, you know, Rush, they had, Rush. They, they had good shooters, uh, and then they had Reed and and. Uh, when he on but, the they had a, but they had a lot of big guys. Three didn't play very much in that. No, but they had different guys who could come in and throw one in. Right. If, if, if they had to. They, they You know, it was a team that could shoot they could, around but, the gym they, and in practice, and they had a proliferation of guys. And they and we've, and we've I've talked about this with Gary Parrish. I don't know what it is with college basketball, but this is a problem at Duke, Kentucky, and Kansas. The three best recruiting schools in the country struggle to shoot the ball. Well, I think that one of the reasons is because what do you look for when you're looking for the if, – if you're recruiting the very top athletes, and that's what they do, and they're going to get four or five of them in any given year, what's generally the kind of player you're looking for? A six, eight, do-it-all great athlete who maybe can shoot. Oh, no, you'd love them to shoot, but just okay. generally speaking, the highest-rated guys – are the NBA athletes, and they've gotten by without having to shoot. Ben Simmons is the classic example. He had every skill you could want, plus every physical trait you could want, at 6 feet 10 inches tall, can handle the basketball, can go to the rim at will, can out-jump guys for rebounds, can do it all. He's never had to shoot, so he never bothered to learn to shoot. Now he's had two three-pointers in his NBA career to this point. Right. Two in two years, uh, or a year and a quarter. And he's been in the league for two and a quarter, but he's hurt the first one. Um, and also, when those players are growing up and they're playing great, they could throw some threes in because they were playing with confidence. Yeah. And, and even if their shot was bad, and, and if they missed a few, it didn't matter because they were sco- going to score a bunch of points anyway. But when you're when, when you're in the middle of a 38-point game, you might throw in a three so, or two, but even if you're not a good shooter, you know what else? And everybody will say, "Well, he's got a pretty good shot. He can, he can, he can knock down a three every now and then." But the worst thing I always hear, 
And, and there have been exceptions to it, and I think LeBron James is one of them, is the fact that people say, well, when he gets a shot, and we're talking about guys who are now 18 years old. Yeah. I mean, shooters, in, in, in some regard, shooters are born. Now, you can make yourself a better shooter, but there's something about... You know, well, that. I think there's something about getting the muscle memory of good fundamentals when you're young. When you're and young, everybody young, wants right. to talk about their coaches, and in reality, most of these success stories come with either a dad or a mom or an uncle or an aunt or a friend who got the damn elbow under the hand and started you that way. And maybe it has to do with having longer arms and being able to get the elbow under the hand in front right. of you and square up and get, you get good fundamentals, and it just builds from there. I definitely think there is a lot to that. But I, I just think that, and I think we may be seeing a little bit of a difference here in the sense that um, Bill Self, I, I think the Braun kid that he recruited, maybe him starting to say, I've got to reserve a spot for a shooter. One of the things I think why it's hard to go grab a shooter is they generally take time. They're good shooters. They have all the fundamentals. They knock them down in practice. The game is too fast. Shooting is something that the game has to slow well, down. Well, also, or maybe they can't handle some of the other aspects of the game that Bill Self is going to demand. Well, maybe. But but like a McCormick, when he was running out there last year, there are a lot of times you're like, oh, God, the game's too fast. I mean, that that's one he needs to make. That jump hook needs to go in, and that was a clank. And he's going too fast, and he traveled. The game will slow down. But he could still be 6'10" and play defense and rebound while the game is too fast for him. If you're a six three and a half shooter and you don't really handle the ball and you're not going to play the point, you're not going to crush the boards, you know, you're shooting. J.J. Redick lives on his shooting. That The game has to slow down for you to shoot well. I watched Braun in, in the Maui, and he jacked up a couple of shots, and you could tell he was just a little rushed. Right, and, and also he and, knows but, but, that's what he's there for. Right, and so there's the pressure, sure. and so you got to live through it. And so generally these teams that have been beating, knocking Kansas out and raining down these threes, there's a lot of juniors and yep. seniors that are doing it. And I think when you're constantly turning over that recruiting cycle from highly recruited kids that go one and done or two and done and also go, oh, I'm not what I thought I was, I'm going elsewhere, I'm going overseas. You know, Kansas turns over, you know, what half their roster every year minimum right but one of the reasons they've been successful of late at a, at a pretty high level is because they have either stumbled upon or it's happened however you want to have it there's players who stayed for a long time like Devontae graham and and uh and uh What's the other guard? Frank Mason. Um, would, they, would either one of those guys been on the team if they hadn't whiffed on John Wall? If right. they hadn't whiffed on right. – that's my thing is, is they go – he when you can get those guys, you bring them in, and you never get that junior, senior just raining down threes. That Villanova freaking has every year. Right. Every they, year they've got like three of those guys. Right. And you just never get there when your guys are, Josh Selby, this didn't work out, I'm gone. He wasn't one and done to a big contract. He was just like, oh, I'm not a star, I'm out. You know, who was the guy? Quentin Grimes. One and he's out. Right. You know, you have to take Xavier uh, Henry's brother for a roster spot. And he's one and done, and he's gone. And, of course, the brother goes because he isn't good enough to be there anyway. So there's two roster spots that you're starting to They never kind of get that. And I think, you know who did that pretty well? Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino kind of mixed together a full squad. He'd right. have some of those 6'2", two, two guards that could rain threes and would kill you in games. And I think he had uh, a nice balance of the high recruit and the, of course, all those other shenanigans I'm not talking about, but just his ability I've, to build a team. I've said for years that 
one thing coaches should forget about in some regards in enough selected cases is to forget about the fact that maybe a guy doesn't have quick feet or just if he can shoot, what's the most important thing in the game? Keeping score. I mean, and, and in today's game, you know, now it's no, becoming that much it's more. It's the Palm defensive efficiency. <laughs> That's be, it's become that much more important because it's, what, a foot and a half longer a shot. So you're weeding out, you know, the the guy who can maybe hit 30% with the old line. He, he's, he shouldn't even be shooting them now. Right. So you, you, you need real true shooters. and But – there's different ways to skin a cat, so I'm not going to rule them out from doing it. It's it's more the opponent can knock them out one out of six times with a hot shooting or one out of four or five times. Of course, now we know that the one can lose to the 16, which I, of course, said would never happen. <laughs> and I still think it may not happen again, actually. But It will. I, and when it happened, it wasn't even close. That was the the was two funny. versus 15 had never happened, and it took from what? It took took Syracuse to years. take care of that. But when did when did we spit the bit on it? I don't know. I was there then. I remember that part. So, uh, actually, it didn't take that long. Eighty five was the first year yeah, we went to yeah, sixty four, yeah. right? So it was it was so it was, was ninety one. Yeah, ninety one. So it took six years, and now there's been a whole bunch. And right, it'll 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 happen. Um, all right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get into some Chiefs football next. Danny Unleashed with Danny Klingscale, brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. More of Danny's Reasonably Irreverent podcast after this. We're here with Joe Spiker, the president of Easton Roofing. And, Joe, you worked for other companies in the construction industry. What inspired you to start your own company in Easton Roofing? Well, you know, Danny, when you are working for somebody else, you oftentimes don't get to see the project through from beginning to end, and you don't get the final control over the customer experience. And I wanted to build a place where people can come and get work done on their house and not have to worry about being treated the wrong way and get a good customer service experience start to finish. The company slogan is where integrity matters. Why is that so particularly important to you? Well, for us, what that means is treating each other with respect at work, treating our clients with respect and making the right choice, especially when no one's looking. So when you're presented all the time as a contractor with choices that have to be made, are you going to make more money on this if you cut a corner? And we just wanted to make a place and a slogan that said to our people and to whoever is our customer, we're not going to do that. We're going to make the right choice, regardless of profit. Easton Roofing, where integrity matters. The Good Sense end of the hour question. We'll see if I can do this without epically failing. The Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 48 points last night, the most ever in a loss ending a team's winning streak of 15 games or more. Who's second on that list? That wasn't so bad. No, that was passable. No, uh, I don't know about passable. It just wasn't. Oh, God, I froze. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't know what happened. I, like, I was trying to think of an excuse. I'm like, I, I would like to say that a thought popped into my head, but I'm not even dumb enough to have that happen. I'm just, not, I, I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, so who he's the most? What was the question? I was just listening to how you delivered it. What the <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo scored forty-eight last night, uh, in spite of the fact that the Milwaukee Bucks lost, snapping their eighteen-game winning streak. Right. Who has the mo or the second most 
in a team's loss or a streak, 15, 15 games, whatever. Steph Curry. I'll take no, no Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Danny, you try once. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is not correct. It was Steve Nash at 42 on December 22nd of 2006 in a loss to the Washington Wizards. Yeah, there you go. Uh, great food from Good Sense. If you're looking for a little dinner on your way home, GoodSenseSubs.com. You can order it right now and then uh, select the time you want to pick it up. Slide in, pick it up. It's all paid for. I'd invite you to get signed up for that uh, loyalty club, 10% back. So you buy, uh, you know, $17 worth of uh, subs, you get $1.70. Uh, next time you're in, you can save it up, accumulate it, or use it every time you're in there. It's the best loyalty club around. Don't forget, download the Good Sense app as well. We're at Hen House uh, letting people sample the new CBD American Shaman sparkling watermelon juice and the sparkling coconut water with grapefruit. You can come down and check it out for yourself. Try it. They give you a can. You can have it, and then you can uh, go buy it here at Hen House. And, of course, 30% off at each CBD American Shaman. Danny Scale brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Uh, Danny, let's talk a little bit of uh, Chiefs football here chiefs um, they're have, back where are you do you have concerns or are they all gone four game winning i'm not streak, gonna say they're all gone but i think it's 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 be silly to sit around and nitpick what they're doing i mean they, they're playing good football has the opposition been great not necessarily but you can only play who you're playing and i think that even if the defense maybe isn't as good as it's looked the last four weeks, they think they're that good right now. They're playing with a lot of confidence. There's a lot to be said for that. Uh, they're probably going to have another good defensive game this week, whether they win the game or lose, uh, because they're playing the Bears. So, uh, and then Bears did it, hang 400 yards on the Packers. They did, but just pull the end. It's just the end that moves. Yeah, I'm, I'm just fine. the end. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. I saw you try to move it, and it went right back to where it was. And so, well, thank you, Saran. Yeah, just looking, just, looking out for you. Just thoughtful, very thoughtful. D- didn't want you to point at something for five minutes and Rudy not know what you meant. I, I, <laughs> I, I have serious doubts about the motivation of the Bears in this game. I'll say that. Uh, maybe because the game is on Sunday Night Football, that's that'll be something. But when you've just been eliminated, you know. If, They've been eliminated three weeks ago or something. I, you know, then circle the wagons, and or if it was the last game of the season, you know, hey, we're going home anyway. Let's play hard. Uh, this this seems like a good spot for the Chiefs, but and, and then they're likely to again have a good game uh, at the end of the season defensively. So I, I think I guess what I'm saying is anything less would be a little disappointing. But Patrick Mahomes looked great in the snow. Now it's easy to I, I think it's pretty easy for the quarterback in the passing game in the snow. The receiver, if you if you can throw the ball, which he could. Yes. I mean, it, and, and he had no problem with that aspect of it. So once it, once that was mastered, I mean, guys are just going to, you know, the guys are going to fall down. The defensive backs are going to have to play very tentative. They're going to play a lot of zone. And it was just pitch and catch out there. Uh, so, but that looked good. Tyreek Hill looked fast even on a bad field. Chiefs proved that in the last couple of weeks that uh, they could play when it's really windy and still throw the football around, and then they showed that they can throw when it's snowy. And by the way, <laughs> how did they not cover the field overnight? I I couldn't believe it. Vahe Gregorian tweeted, tweeted out a picture about 10:30. Said, "Don't know why the field wasn't covered." 10:30 in the morning. Yeah. Well, well they usually he, take it that's off. That's when he put the picture out. 
No, they, they, he said in the thing, don't know why the field wasn't covered. Well, I don't know how early Vahe gets there, but the they usually take, having been when Curtis and I used to get there before like 8 o'clock or something, we used to do the pregame from there. And I want to say that the tarp would be on and then they'd take it off. They take they take it off earlier than you would think. And I don't know when the snow got started because I landed at 1030 and then Lebo and I had some complications right? Uh, getting our vehicle. <laughs> Just say that. We're going to leave it at that. 368, 386, there's a difference. It matters. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I didn't I didn't get to see when they went out on the field or anything like that because we were flying back from Philadelphia. But um, I, I can remember some times where, you know, I'm like, oh, they're taking it off already? And right. So it comes off pretty early. I, I, I don't know. I I'm, wonder. Yeah, so maybe there was no fault there, but there seemed to be an awful lot of snow on the field for the for the amount of snow that was falling. But anyway, it didn't matter. The Chiefs reacted much better to it than the Broncos did. It was just a nice day, afternoon. So I don't know how you can't feel good about the Chiefs. Now, it doesn't seem likely to me at all that they're going to be able to get to the bye. Uh, so it, it's still going to be a reasonably tough road, but if the if the Steelers qualify, I mean the Titans could provide a little something, but if the Steelers qualify, that's almost a buy. First round. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is. With the Chiefs history with the Steelers, you'll say that. I don't care about the history. If they got Ducky back there at quarterback, and it's just not the same. I mean, it, all credit to Mike Tomlin and his coaching staff for circling the wagons in that situation and, and winning a bunch of football games. But that would be an absolute calamity if the Chiefs were to lose that game. I mean, uh, but the the Titans, if they sneak in there instead of the Steelers, would be certainly uh, – that that would be a game you're a little bit afraid of. You would be, and for good reason, and I say bring it on. This team needs to vanquish that foe. Well, that if you Andy would, if you to. could guarantee that they were going to do that, that would be fine. Bring it on. I, I, but I'd rather see the Steelers come waltzing into town and take their beating. Yeah, has anyone ever snuck their way to a championship? Do you remember anyone who in the NFL you're like, oh my, like like the NCAA, the KU '88 run to the national championship in basketball? What's the closest we have to that? I don't know. That's Raven, what I'm saying. Ravens, maybe. I mean, they had a rollicking defense in but 2000. They were, but they were a wild card team that. Uh, a twelve no, the and second, four. No, the second one, the second championship. Well, they went the, through the, the high black. flying Broncos. No, I mean, I, what I'm saying is they were not perceived as. I'm trying to think of a team that wasn't perceived as one of the teams that could win the championship that year, and they did. Oh yeah, I, I mean, that's I, what you meant by sneaking up. Usually, no, no, I mean like the Chiefs. Like so from a Chiefs perspective, is is there anyone who's ever won a championship that you, you look back and you're like, well, this team wasn't good. They beat this team, this team, and this team, and they all suck for these reasons. Oh, no, you know, like they just ended up like, you know, the, the, you, know you know, the you mean somebody beat the better team and you know whatever right. and end up playing a lesser opponent. The closest I can remember the '87 Redskins, because the dominant team that year, and that was Joe Gibbs' second championship, with the one with Doug Williams. He, number one, got a Broncos team that was John Elway and a cast of characters in the championship oh, yeah, game. So you can be like, sure. well, yeah, they had the quarterback. That they were really, I mean, Gerald Wilhite and, yeah. you know, the, the the three amigos were a cute fad. There was only one of them that was really any good. Right. Um, defensively, they were lacking. The Redskins ended up, they were the three seed and they hosted the NFC championship game. Right. 
because they knocked off the Bears themselves. Well, that, that, that was the 87 Bears who were down to like 11 and 5, I think. So they took out the Bears. Championship pedigree team. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, you can, you just usually that, don't you, you don't get dominoes fall. You usually have to upset somebody you're not supposed to beat. Maybe one team gets knocked out of there. Maybe the Cardinals were maybe on their the way, way. You know, like the year the Vikings missed the field goal. Uh, you know, maybe they were a, a better opponent than whoever they the beat. Falcons. Falcons, right? Um, uh, I guess maybe maybe a couple Super Bowls. You sort of have that feeling that you know the Patriots got the Panthers, and they weren't you know supposed to be great shakes. They were a huge favorite for that, and even though the game was close, that would have been a bad loss. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, but yeah, usually you got to play good football and beat good football teams, and the Chiefs are going to have to do likely two of them on the road. So, so that they better be playing well. I mean, it, it, as bad as the Patriots looked in the game that the Chiefs beat them, I, I wouldn't expect that kind of effort again in a playoff game. But maybe they just don't have it. They they haven't they they haven't shown. The Patriots haven't shown any signs of fixing that offense, any signs. The fact that they were putzing around at 13-all with the Bengals. And they only the ended up with, what, 270 yards or something like that? Brady averaged Stephen four. Gilmore picked six and a bunch of, what, four. Brady averaged 4.4 per attempt in that Listen, game. Listen, I'm going to tell you, this guy was cooked last year. The problem was it was like the Bob Suttons of the world that were going up against him. He has been dinking and dunking. For, this is one where the fans are right. You know, we, we played that thing last year with the guy. You know, he's, he did his own commentary and highlights. He he edited up highlights of Tom Brady. He's like, look at this pass. That was almost to the line of scrimmage. Nobody makes passes like this but Tom Brady. Oh, my God, look at that pass. That was two yards across the line of scrimmage. And he, and he shows he, he had a cut up of how short the passes are. And what I've said, the other thing is they're all in the middle of the field, too. They do a great job of fanning the, the, the rush back behind him, letting him step up and glide up to cut the distance on the throw, and, and nobody, nobody spies him because he's not a threat to run. And of course, he ran for 17 yards against the Chiefs. Yeah. That's fine. Let him have it all day. You need to cover the he guys. actually looked a little fast on that one. You've lost your mind. I mean, by his standards. Okay, by his I mean, Usually he looks like a, a, a person who has a, you know, two broken ankles when he's running. <laughs> I mean, he actually showed a shred of athleticism I agree. On, on that. I'll, I'll agree I was, with that. I was a little surprised. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? Did, he, did his wife find some special I oils think, or something it, it overseas? Looked, it looked to me like Charvarius Ward saw him running, and they had been coached, do not leave your receiver. He's not going to run. Charvarius Ward's like, somebody else will get him. I am. I'm not. You know, who he was. He was Maverick. I'm not leaving my wingman. He's gonna sit there. They're coming around. They got a beat on him. Missile lock on him. He didn't carry. He wasn't leaving. I'm. I'm staying right with this guy. And just let him. Well, the other take part. The, the other part is whether Brady is compromised or not. And clearly, you know, Father Time is undefeated. But they, their receivers just suck. I mean, yeah. and they can't get any separation whatsoever. He's got nobody to throw to. I mean, when he's when he's putting them in there, and I think I mean, that's part of it. The, but the think, person is draped. I, I think the other part, and hopefully the league is doing this in other places. I think the Chiefs are by claiming Terrell Suggs. They're waking up to stop handing the Patriots everything. You know what? Stop giving him the five yard dinks over the middle. Defend that. Make him beat you outside. You know, to me, the best thing that that game was done. When they came out and popped two long ones and had a trick play to start the game. Right. And I had somebody watch the game and be like, oh, God, here we go, the Patriots. I go, I don't think so. 
Like they basically just trick played their way to a score. Right, and they and they had and you, they you did, can't do that for sixty minutes and four quarters. The only indication of whether it was going to be a long day would be if they had done anything at all after that, and they got an opportunity and, on a turnover and did nothing. And, yeah, and and then did nothing the rest of the day. So it, it it made it look like it seemed like maybe a little fluky at the time, and then they made it look even flukier the entire day. Like well, except for that first drive, and we can see now that was just and also they had a couple of penalties on that drive too. So, I mean, they should have been three and out to start the game. They're at, you know, their attitude, which ended up not mattering because the game wasn't close, uh, would have been shot. I mean, they've, they've got to have a lot of frustration in the defense. You know, they're getting, they seem like they're getting worse on offense. And their defense is good, but eventually. Yeah, because the game tape's out there. You're, you're just Take gonna, these dink throws away and you will win. Right. And their defense is probably good enough to win a 17-14 football game, though. I'll say that. Um, oh, it is. Yeah. But oh, they're they're good enough to beat any. They're good enough to win a championship again. But it will be the eighty, which was the worst Giants team, the ninety Giants. Right. It'll be a ninety Giants like effort. They they they'll have to get the running game going. They they if they don't yeah. run the ball, if they don't run the ball over. at all, it's it's they they can right. win one or two with some kind of you know defensive score, special team score, a trick play in there, whatever. But they can't get to thirty against real playoff defenses. No, I don't know that they can get to twenty-three. And and they, you know, another thing that helps Tom Brady is when is when the play action is working for him because he he is a good ball handler and, uh, but there's no reason to respect the run. Uh, they can't run. Right. They came out against the Chiefs and tried. They tried to run. Do you enjoy as much as I do? It's clear that Brady's got his minions that he leaks things out that. He's so frustrated with the town around him. He's mad about the town around him. He wanted Antonio Brown. He's mad about Antonio Brown. Isn't it great? Are you enjoying it? Because I'm enjoying it. Well, a 42-year-old man throwing a tantrum, 43-year-old man throwing a tantrum on the sideline, after all the success he's had, I I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy it. I think, it. well, most people enjoy it. I have a little more affection for the Patriots just from the standpoint of the fact that my entire family roots for them. So, you know, and they're from that. I'm not a Patriots fan. I don't really root for them, but... I probably think a little – I probably sure. pay more attention to him. Oh, I appreciate the dynasty, but yeah. I, I do enjoy that, you know, finally oh, – Everybody does. You know, I, and I think you want to know what part of the equation is? Tom Brady quit taking the discount. He, he's not at 14. He went up to 24, 25. Tom Brady quit going to minicamps. Right. He didn't go to any of the offseason stuff. Right. Tom Brady's starting to be uh, – hey, I'm Tom Brady. Took a long time, right. but he isn't Mr. Team Player anymore. Right. And but he's he's playing on the fact that he still has he's done so much that you can't if you're a teammate you can't not respect him. But the way he's playing right now, this would be an Elway esque finale uh, for uh, I mean a Peyton Manning esque finale if he won. Yes, if he won. I mean uh, it's going to be like that. Now Manning, to his credit, came out in in those playoff games generally and did a little something early. You know, they get something done early in those games, and, and he looked pretty good for a drive or two, got him a lead, and then the defense did well, the work. I think, I think I give credit to the O.C. They schemed some things, right. and he lollipopped it in there, and then they leaned on the D. Right, exactly, and that's exactly how the Patriots would have to win. Yeah. And that's going to be – that would be especially tough against a team like the Chiefs because, you know, bad, bad day, the Chiefs are probably good. I've got to be good for 23, kicking a bunch of field goals maybe is – that would be low end to me. And for the Patriots to get to 23, good luck. I do worry about the accumulation of injuries. It was Ogba oh, down. Oh, sure. Now yes. Okafor down as well. 
So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Terrell Suggs. We'll talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes' future place in history. We'll do that with Danny Klingscale. Brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Listen, you got a cold upstairs, ice dams, got uh, icicles forming up there on your roof. These are all signs that you might need more uh, attic insulation. The Easton Roofing does that. Better attic ventilation as well. The uh, problems are there. Fix them with Easton Roofing. Call 913-257-5426. Find them online at eastonroofing.com. Easton Roofing. Integrity Matters. It's Danny Unleashed. More of Danny's Reasonably Irreverent podcast after this. We're here with Joe Spiker of Easton Roofing. And Joe, oftentimes people will wait to replace their roof until there is a weather event. What should they know about that? Well, Danny, the important thing to remember is if you're going to turn in a claim to your insurance company, you want to make sure that you actually have damage on your home. If you turn in a claim to your insurance company and they send an insurance adjuster out, it's going to be a claim whether they give you $1 or $10,000. So it's important to make sure that you actually have damage on your home before you turn that claim in. And all you have to do is give us a call. We'll come out, take a look and make sure there's real damage. And we'll tell you if there's not, maybe it's just a small repair and it's not worth a claim. So it's always smart to get somebody you trust to make sure there's damage before you turn in a claim. Quality advice and guidance from Easton Roofing, where integrity matters. You're in the program on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Seren Petro, Danny Klinkskill with us. A little Danny Unleashed brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. You can find them online at eastonroofing.com. Easton Roofing Integrity Matters, commercial and residential roofing. Project manager on every site. Uh, and don't forget, cold weather, they only use materials that are graded for the cold weather. Don't end up with a roof that you got to replace just two years after having get it done. Or the company where integrity matters. That's Easton Roofing. Online at eastonroofing.com. Looking forward to beers with Joe Thursday. So oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez, must be nice. Well, it'll be during the show, so don't you, get those, you couldn't uh, do it. Don't get those invitations anymore, I guess. That's how that works. Well, it's kind of hard for you to have beers at 3.30. Hmm? I might take a day off. <laughs> I might take a day off. Well, you never know. We'll look forward to that. You never know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I've got uh, basketball practice on Thursday. Oh, and then a late you. night Star Wars movie, so I probably better, yeah, better than I not be there yeah, on okay. Thursday. That sounds like a plan. It sounds like you're booked, buddy. Uh, I am. I am super all week. Christmas pageant, company, uh, big fan dinner, of the Christmas pageant, aren't you? I'm huge. Love it. It's <laughs> tops on my list. Uh, then basketball and Star Wars, and then uh, Friday, I finally get a night for me. There you, there go. you go. There it is. Put but in your time. Pay listen, your dues. Spent three nights in Philadelphia at the Army Navy game. It's okay. Uh, I didn't hear you talk about it. How was that? Fantastic. Was it really good? Fantastic. I've heard people say Jason Anderson. So he'll probably go next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lebo and I were talking about who, what to do next. Todd's been a couple of times, two, three times. Uh, this was my first time. I will definitely go again. The, the USAA puts on a phenomenal. Uh, they they just do it great and. Yeah, you know what it is? I know what it's like to have been a media member covering a baseball team in 1947. Because <laughs> you are treated first right. class. Right. As opposed to the, I'm sorry, but the Super Bowl sucks. It's, it, you know, I, that's They do work. a pretty good job at the Final Four. Final Four, yes, yeah. because Westwood One's involved. Yeah. So the Final Four, that part, yes, great. But the what you get these days from the NFL is deplorable. But this is... Uh, this is this is top notch. Top, you know, it's yeah. not surprising. Not surprising. Very moving. Yeah. See the cadets. I'm moved by that. I had to kind of turn away 
couple times because you start getting choked up. And, right. You know, see these the the young men and women that will stand watch and also lead. Right. Uh, it's impressive. It really is impressive. I invite I, little, everyone uh, should go little, at some point. Little uh, little uh, fly in the ointment there on uh, college big, game day. Big fly. Yeah. Really big fly. bad. Really, really bad. bad. We t- we touched on. I it. know. I heard that yesterday. Tracy called yesterday, yesterday about it. And, so uh, yeah. I we only got a couple minutes, so I don't need to bend on bend on that. Let's hope these people start to become a little more embarrassed. I, I yes. Um, what or or enlightened, um, and or. Yeah, that may, um, that may be too bad, but I mean that I may be hoping for too much. But anyway, um, but yes, uh, what I know is so I want to talk Suggs, about, You want to do a little? Oh, bit. Suggs. I, I, what, what 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 do you think of what I said? I don't know. Did you hear my opening? Yeah, I did. What what, what do you think about how, where we are as far as reporters covering, media covering, and fans, and the if well, you're not if you're not blowing smoke up my skirt, you're a jackass. I don't think that's blocking. And but I, but also the media then going out and seeking out you know, uh, antagonistic situations, confrontations via Twitter I think like they, he I, has. I think there's uh, – well, that's not good. And, and, and that report was ridiculous. I mean, maybe somebody told him he was going to report, but all he was is trying to force the issue, Suggs, and say don't claim me by saying I'm, I'm going to retire. Uh, I think if he was a viable – and they were all going to be viable teams with a chance to win a championship, that supposedly was why Cliff Kingsbury and he came to the agreement that he would get waived with two games left in the season. They'd look at younger players. So uh, I, I do think there's a bit of a divergence now. We either get super critical media or we get fanboy media. There doesn't seem to be much of us. To, right to, to, to the last my, two to toot my own horn and 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 try to look at things reasonably uh i even here here in kansas city hey it's a, you know it's good to be a fan it's just not my it's just not my style you know to be rooting and calling guys by their you know nickname and stuff like that i mean it's you're a reporter in, in this i still think of a talk show host as a reporter and, and you know that but that's just me I'm not saying that it's wrong, and certain people carry that, carry that. Are you a what, photographer? That style better, but no, no, not really. But, uh, but like, how many like pictures? Stephen St. John, Stephen St. John is perfect at that. That is his. He is a perfect embodiment of somebody who can be a fan, and it comes off as genuine, and that's just it's him. It's, uh, you know, I would, I can't operate that way, but he can. So, uh, different thing. But I think there's far too much in general of either being or it's either snark or waving the pom poms. <laughs> Let's have a little bit of a uh, little bit in the in the middle ground. I uh, but, I, but sucks is a, it, it, it's a no lose signing, and you, even if you did it just to block him from going to the Ravens, it's smart. Move. He's got five and a half sacks this year. I mean, that's not none, right, for an old man. My, 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 my point when I asked you, are you a photographer? No, but now we all have a camera in our pockets. So we take right. a million pictures. That doesn't make us a photographer. It doesn't make us a photographer. And Twitter gives us all a platform. Right. Blogging. Anybody with a computer and a and – a, just a computer. It's got a, a mic URL on it. Can, yeah. you, you're, you're now a, a radio host. And if it's got a camera on it, you're now a TV host. And I, I think, you know – that that's empowered people, and I think there's a lot of good that's come from it. But I think also now with the media has been hit, just like other companies, they've cut, 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 as you know. 
yes. cut, cut, cut. And and now the quality of the people that are in those positions are not what they used to be. I will agree with that, and uh, that's about as far as I ought to go right there. <laughs> Danny, I will do this one more time before uh, Christmas, uh, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you early next uh, week. DannyClinkScale.com, <laughs> brought to you by Eastern This podcast was made possible by our great sponsors like Easton Roofing, the presenting sponsor of Kansas City Profiles at the Danny Kling Scale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Easton Roofing, where integrity matters. We hope you enjoyed the latest Danny Kling Scale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Come back soon for something fresh and new. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.